All right, what is up and welcome back to the Ability to Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And in this week's episode, we're going to go over how often do you actually need to change up your workout programs in order to maximize strength, muscle, and also to basically enjoy and be consistent with your workout program. Now, I'm going to go over like a few things from different point of views, uh, but as always, just going to go with a quick recap of my past week slash weekend. So this past week, um, honestly, nothing much. I mean, just been working a lot. I actually took on a little bit more hours um, of in-person stuff over at the PT clinic. So that's been just taking up a bunch of my time. And it's, but it's also kind of kept me sharp in terms of like making me actually be on point with things and not having myself procrastinate because I suffer from uh, what's kind of known as like Parkinson's law where the it basically means that work fills the allotted time available so like let's say you have a project that normally takes like one hour right if you like really put your you know head to the grindstone and you just did it it it'd take about an hour but that hour changes whether you say let's say you have a day that's just super busy and you have a bunch of other stuff going on and you only have an hour you're going to crank that thing out in an hour versus if you had like an entire free day that you plan to dedicate towards that one project Maybe that project would end up taking literally like six or eight hours because you're not pressured to finish it. You're not pressured to actually do that thing. You're just basically taking the entire day. You're like, oh, I'll do a little bit here, take a break, you know, fuck around on my phone or something and do some other stuff. And then I'll work on it again. And then little by little, it just ends up taking your entire day to finish that one project that normally would have taken one hour. So all, all that to say, like, I suffer from that big time because if I have too much time, I'm definitely going to drag out a project and I just don't finish it in, yeah, I'm not really efficient about it versus if I didn't have as much time, I could crank out, like, the same quality, if not better work because I was under pressure and I, like, didn't take my time doing that thing. So anyways, all that's to say I've taken on more hours and I want to just put a little bit more pressure on myself to just, like, be more productive and do more stuff. And I also do have a few other um, online coaching clients. We just kind of talk back and forth and um, we we like all suffer from this. So in, in that sense, I've made them like do more of a like a written down schedule. Like I just have like a weekly template schedule that they can just fill out and do it according to their own schedule. Just to kind of keep them on point with things and ask them like how they can make themselves a little bit more busy or just make themselves have a little bit more structure so that they're actually productive rather than just like fucking around like the the day and then they would be like oh I don't have enough time to work out or I don't have enough time to meal prep or something where it's like yeah actually you do you just decide let's drag out and be lazy for this period of time so but that, that's not to say I like I shit on my clients like I like I said I suffer from that myself so just being more more on point with things now like I actually feel a lot more productive I feel pretty good about my days because I am so busy and I I do believe that there's something to be said that um all like or I would say some current clients and a lot of like past clients as well that there's something to be said for people who are like legitimately just busy all the time these people it's kind of like you know you you vary a res you not vary you value a resource much more when it's scarce and when we kind of flip back that to time for you know some of my clients in the past who have worked you know multiple jobs and had kids to take care of and just had all these other life commitments they value their time so much more that they were actually a lot more consistent than my counterpart clients who like had like you know the typical nine to five job and they just had all this like extra free time like 
truth be told, like some of some of these people were just on more on point with their less busy counterparts because they're like, I value my time. I literally, I legit only have an hour to crank out my workout, and that's me time. That's time I get to spend alone in the gym, taking care of myself, and just like being much more centered and just like being in my own head and being much more in tune with myself. Like I value that time so much that. I am not going to miss this workout because it's very important to me. And that's not to say that you can't miss your workout from time to time, but these people made it that much more of an effort to get their workout in and really um, get after it because they value that time slot that they had versus other people where if they have like a few hours, they'd be like, oh, I'll fuck around here. I'll, you know, dick around on my phone, scroll through social media for a little bit before I head out to the gym or before I go and meal prep and stuff. And, and then you end up wasting like two or three hours Versus if you only had an hour to do that, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I do this thing right now. So, and, and that's all to kind of say that everyone's personality is slightly different and you just kind of have to find what you necessarily respond to. And that's going to come with mistake, trial and error, guessing around. And then you're going to find that, okay, this is what works for me. And this is what I need to do if I want to make myself productive. And I really kind of have to push myself to do the thing I know I need to do, but I'm not doing so, you know, experiment with different methods, try out what's best for you. But if you find that you're someone who always slacks off and procrastinates, then I will say you will likely benefit from just making your schedule much more busy, or at least give it the illusion that it's more busy so that it kind of just puts more inherent pressure on you to finish things ahead of time or to just make sure to, to do things when you say you're going to do it. Um, just make yourself value your time much more. But anyways, um, this past week, pretty pretty standard, like I said, pretty busy, took on more hours. And then um, this upcoming week, just going to be busy again, same hours. And then also just like doing a lot of prep work for my content and stuff um, because I'm going to be going to Vegas next week to meet up with a few other fitness coaches that I met through social media. Uh, we're going to have a fun time. We're going to be going to Vegas. Uh, we're actually staying at an Airbnb that's like a mile and a half away from the Strip. So if you have any insight on what to do in Vegas, like obviously there's like the typical partying stuff, um, but I don't think any of us are really partiers or drinkers. So we're not going to do much of that. I mean, we're going to have a few drinks here and there, but we're not like, yeah, let's go out to the club and just like party hardy and get fucked up. Like that, that's just not who we are. So we might, like I said, we might do like a little bit of that, maybe like one night out just to, you know, have a good time just to experience that. But for the most part, I think we're all like pretty huge on like food um any good like food spots obviously i know vegas is very known for their buffets and all that um if there's any like iconic food that you got to visit i know there's also like a lot of other celebrity restaurants and stuff there um i know there are a few national parks as well that we kind of looked into that we're gonna go to or we're gonna try to make time for and yeah i think other other than that it's like those are pretty much like the main or at least the main things that i've seen or heard about vegas from other people um but yeah, that's pretty much it. Just gearing up. I'm actually going to be leaving actually around this time next week on Monday in the afternoon. So yeah, that's pretty much that. Um, I may or may not crank out another podcast episode for next week. Um, we'll actually see how things go and we'll see how my schedule is. But you might be missing uh, an episode next week. So um, don't burn the house down while I'm gone. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, other than that, that's pretty much it for a week recap and also kind of like talking into next week. So yeah, we can go ahead and dive into the main topic of the episode. So 
how often do you actually need to change your workout program? So I basically just have three bullet points here, and I'm just gonna kind of jive on these each of these bullet points and kind of go wherever my brain takes me, um, go wherever my ADHD freaking brain takes me, because I tend to get distracted and just go on random tangents when I really get passionate about or really get hooked on a specific thing that I want to talk about. So point number one, why you should change up your workout programs. Now, honestly, the only two reasons why you ever need to change out your workout programs, it's one for adherence and fun, because I know that doing the same thing over and over again can be very, very monotonous. And I know that personally for me, I'm not the person who needs a lot of that change. I'm not, I don't really have like an AD, I like to call it like an ADD personality. Some of the clients I work with have these personalities. So we kind of stick to like shorter um, workout programs and change things up more often. And I make their workout programs a lot more dynamic versus I have other clients who are like, just tell me what to do and I'm going to do this for like forever. And sometimes I even have to force them like, okay, we actually have to change for another reason. But that's basically like one of the biggest reasons why you should change up your workout programs for adherence for fun because we both know at the end of the day, it's about how well you can stay consistent and stick to your workout program that's going to lead to results. Not necessarily all these other fancy smanchy shit. I mean, certainly that helps if you actually adhere and stick to it. But at the very core of it, it's how consistent and adherent can you be to your program. So that's reason number one. Reason number two, it's more so from an injury prevention aspect of just like overuse. Because if you train the same muscle groups at the same position over and over again, you're going to build, obviously you're going to build a lot of strength and resiliency in that position. But the moment that you go to something else, you're going to feel very weak. You're going to feel very not resilient. You're going to feel um, very fragile in, in that position. Um, and that's not to say that like, you know, if you just lift weights in one position, your body's going to like just suddenly break if you try to do something else. But it's also like preparing your body because, you know, our bodies aren't just for this one position that's fixed in this one position all the time. Say you're doing like bench press, your body's just not fixed into doing like a borrowed bench press position all the time. If anything, it, it's not really. That's like one of the least functional exercises in my opinion. But I mean, if you want to build a big chest, if you want to just build your bench, nothing wrong with doing that. Um, that's just from the perspective of like, if you want to build a physique and body that not only looks good, but actually functions well as well. And, and also allows you to spontaneously. And this is like one of the biggest um, things that like all my clients like really want to build a physique that's, that's, able, that's capable of doing. It's just like, spontaneous activity so not only are they going to look good you know drop body fat and build muscle and all that but it's like are they able to suddenly go on a hike this weekend because they had friends make spontaneous plans and they're able to tackle that hike without feeling like they're going to die and their muscles and joints are just sore and destroyed afterward um, whereas other other people might like oh i want to just go like a pickup soccer game or i just want to do like a pickup basketball game or I just want to do um, sudden like activities or sports you know if my friends want to go on on this like huge yeah i'm, I'm using hike because i'm in freaking oregon and we do a lot of that so um my friends just want to go on this huge hike and they just want to do this huge like activity and i want to feel like i can participate in it because i don't want to be the person feeling left out or i don't want to go in and, and like just feel out of shape and have everyone waiting for me and that kind of stuff i don't want to feel like you know, my body is just not able to, to do the things I wanted to do. And I'm just like kind of dragging it along. I want to be like feel capable of doing that stuff. So that's a lot what a lot of my clients are, are concerned about. And 
I kind of lost my train of thought. What the hell was I talking about before I kind of went on this tangent? So, oh yeah, overuse. So as a result of that, we want to train multiple movements in that the train that ultimately train multiple functions of that one muscle because if you think about our bodies like a unit it's never always just isolating that one muscle at a time even if you think you're isolating a muscle at one time it's really not it's really training a system of muscles sure you can make sure that that one particular muscle gets the most amount of tension and that is trained the hardest but also your body never just isolates one thing because it's inefficient to do that it rather just distribute everything and make sure we have systems to do things rather than just like relying. It's like, what if this one muscle just suddenly gets injured or it's not able to do, to do its job? Then your body is screwed because it's not able to do the function that it's supposed to do uh, with all the other muscles it has. So that's why our body works in just different systems of muscles and different groupings of muscles. So all that, all that's to, all that is to basically say that you should be training a variety of movements over the course of your training career. Now, that doesn't have to be a set amount of weeks or whatever, but that's that's just kind of the general gist of it. You should be changing your workout programs from time to time in order to facilitate your body to make these adaptations and to be able to take um, different movements and be able to build resilience in different angles and just different positions of the body so that you can tackle life and do whatever the hell you want and not like expect your body to be like, oh, what the hell is going on? It's not adapted to this and it just either shuts down or it gets injured. So those are the two reasons why you should be changing your workout program. And next point is why you shouldn't. Now, the main reason why, and you've probably, and if you've followed, been following my content for a while, you'll probably know that this is like the number one reason why you shouldn't. It's because if you're constantly changing things up, then your body, it actually takes a few weeks for your body to adapt to a program to actually learn the movement patterns, form the uh, required like neural pathways, which is basically like your brain communicating to your muscles, the, that mind-muscle um, connection. It takes a few weeks for your body to form all that. And then that's when it starts packing on the muscle. Because once it starts adapting to that, once it starts learning the movements, how to be more efficient, how to like rewire your body to, to efficiently do the movement without wasting a ton of energy, then that's when it's adapted and then that's when it starts packing on muscle because that's when it like it's familiar with the movement now we can start having the proper signaling pathways because now we know that we're actually like training the muscles to its fuller capacity and it's able to actually like mechanically load the muscles so that it starts building strength and muscle as a result of that so that's why we want and that's basically the only reason why um, and, and that's why you don't want to be switching up your workouts every week or every few days or every couple weeks. It Because it takes, I want to say it takes about, on, on average, it takes about like two to three weeks for your body to adapt to this. So you want to be sticking to a program for at least four weeks. Now, I mean, you can do like the bare minimum four weeks, but then it's like you're really spending all that time at adapting the first two to three weeks. And then by week two or three, depending on you know your response to training, then you only have one or two weeks to start packing a muscle before you switch things up and you're kind of giving your body like that big reset, um, that big reset. And then it just doesn't put on, I mean, that's not to say it's not going to put on any gains, but it's, you're not going to be putting on as much gains as you could have if you followed through with a program that's longer than four weeks. So that's basically the only reason and kind of why I don't recommend um, changing workout programs up all the time and why you shouldn't be training workout programs up all the time especially if your goal is to get stronger to build more muscle 
and to basically make your body look better and move better. So yeah, that's pretty much the only reason why. And then point number three here is what I personally do with clients. Now, obviously as someone who trains people from sort of all different types of backgrounds and, and now I know that you know most of my clients have very similar goals of wanting to change body composition, of wanting to build a little bit more muscle, want to build muscle definition, want to move better and all that. Um, and, and they want to be able to be athletic at a moment's notice. Now, most of my clients have these very similar goals, of course. But the thing that differentiates them is because their personalities, right? Um, all my clients are different in terms of personality. They have different lifestyles they lead. They have different ways and perspectives of looking at things. So I, from this point, I need to be able to program in a way that suits them and to adjust you know, variables of the program that aren't necessarily training or nutrition related, but have more of a psychological component to it. So what I personally do with clients is that I really use the eight week mark as sort of a, a baseline. So I found that most people kind of fall into that eight week mark. And now obviously I can't customize this from client to client. Some people, if some people want it shorter, I can reduce it down to like six or seven weeks or something. Some other people want longer and then I can push that out to like 10 or 12 weeks. Now, this again, this depends from person to person, but I found that eight weeks is kind of that like sweet spot in terms of like following a workout program that's long enough so that you see the adaptations that are necessary in order to you know get the results that you want. But also, you're not it's not so short that you're constantly changing things up and you're not getting the adaptations. And also, it's short enough so that like by the time eight weeks pass, you're like you're ready for a program. You've stuck to it long enough. You've you've kind of like pushed yourself to be like, okay, I, I've stuck through the boring, monotonous process of repeating workouts, and now I can change things up. Now I have something to kind of look forward to, in terms of like making things fun and making things different and making things seem new. So that's kind of like like I said, that's my baseline. And then of course I can adjust it depending on the client's needs or requests or like what I feel is best for them. But eight week mark is definitely like the, the baseline there. And also for myself, just in terms of like logistics, obviously I don't want to like have a bunch of client programs that all of a sudden just end in, in just end that the same week and then now I have to write like 20 freaking programs out, which like will literally take me days to do, especially if I do it in a row. So I like spreading out my work. So that's also another reason why I kind of like vary, vary or like I'll stagger client programs and all that kind of stuff. So anyways, um, all that's to say, eight week mark is kind of that sweet spot. You can adjust it. Um, I know that personally for my coaching program, when clients are near the, the end date of their program, I'll kind of ask for their feedback and all that. And then some people would be like, oh, I'm actually like really enjoying this program. I'm really enjoying these movements here. So I'll actually extend it or they'll request like, hey, can we actually keep doing this stuff? Because I really enjoy these exercises and I really enjoy the focus of this um, training cycle. So I was like, okay, well, we'll just extend it, you know, another two to three weeks and then we can keep going on this and then we'll change things up after that. Where some people are like, hey, I don't really care for these movements. You know, I've stuck to it for a good amount of time, at least six, four to six weeks and like, let's, let's change things up and I can go ahead and change things up. But for the most part, at least four weeks. I think, like I said, eight weeks is, is kind of that sweet spot. So yeah, that's pretty much that. Um, I feel like I have something, I had something else to say. Oh yeah, I remember what I was going to say now. So basically every, every eight weeks as well, like part of the training cycle will have different focuses and all that. So 
I find that it's long enough, like I said, it's long enough to see those adaptations so that we like have the focus. So for example, when my clients right now, we're doing like a posterior chain focus. So we're focusing on like glute hamstrings, um, low back, upper back, that kind of stuff, just the back chain of muscles across the body. And that's because I feel like this is a weak point. We need to focus on this kind of stuff. And that also kind of makes it interesting that like we have certain things that we focus on versus it's just kind of like, oh, here's the next eight weeks. So just follow the program. Just sit down and execute. Just shut up and do the work. Um, rather than that, it's like I get them more involved in the process of like planning and actually being involved with their own workout programs. And then that way... I can sort of educate them along with the process and also get them results, get them excited about, hey, let's let's we're gonna focus on these things next and we're really gonna get after it in terms of this aspect. So I find that just having those like blocks really help out with that too. And of course, like I said, if they see great progress in a specific area and they really want to work on that more, then that's something we can definitely do. Um, versus if like they don't really care for something, they're not really seeing results, they can kind of cut that a little bit short and we can switch things up sooner rather than later. So that's also why I do like the eight week training blocks. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, hopefully you got at least one thing you can take away from this podcast. I know my brain just all over the place constantly 24 seven, but hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to leave a five star review. Be sure to leave a written review as well, because I do love reading those. And I guess I'll catch you in the next week or maybe not, maybe the following week's episode. Um, but yeah, if you are interested in online coaching, be sure to shoot me a DM on Instagram or be sure to shoot me an email. If you're on my email list, you can just reply to one of the emails I send out um, every week. But yeah, that is pretty much it. Take care and we will chat soon. Maybe next week, maybe the following week. All right, take care. Have a great week and have a great weekend.